0: Hello, and welcome back to Moribund, A State of Dying. I'm your host, Shay Walters, and I thank you for joining me. Today, we're going to be talking about a story from Billings, Montana, a tragedy. This one rings really close to home, so listen close, dial in. Most importantly, enjoy today's episode entitled, The Great Fall. I was born in 1988. My mother and father were normal, blue-collar Americans. I was the youngest of three. As I grew older, life really came easy. I was a natural. People loved me. School, girls, teachers. Everything came easy. I spent most of my time having fun, making friends and memories. Everyone loved to be around me. I was just a lot of fun. I was always the lightest one in the room and the quickest to crack a joke. But all that caught up with me. In high school, my lack of follow through and dedication really started to kind of pile on. Grades were in the pits. Ultimately, I think it was because I wasn't being adequately challenged. My parents were supportive and my siblings were great, but I just was too smart for what they were putting at me. I decided to drop out of high school at 16. I was a sophomore, I didn't see any point in finishing. After studying for a couple of weeks, I took my GED and passed it first try. It kind of reinforced my notion that high school was pointless. I'm here to make friends, but the call of the wild is there and valid nonetheless, so the pressures to perform and do drew me towards a trade school. I found myself moving from Billings, Montana into Salt Lake City where I was going to study to be a brick mason. Things were going great. I was making lots of friends, but I'd be lying if I told you that I was on the right track. I was selling cocaine and just having a lot of fun carrying a gun. Things were different in Salt Lake City. My older brother, who was also having issues with drug dependency and the street life, was coming to his senses. He said to me, hey, Andy, I think we should go back to Billings, live with mom and dad, kind of regroup and start our life anew both are kind of on a wild track right now, and he thought that it would be best for us to start over fresh. I didn't disagree with him, so I closed up my schooling and finished early and came home. I'm not going to lie, coming back from the street life in Salt Lake City, the fast lane to Billings, Montana, living with my parents and my naggy older brother, it didn't take long for me to tire of my new Found sobriety and lifestyle. It didn't take long for my old friends to track me down and become aware that I was back in town. So, like you would expect, they decided to throw me a party. I'd only been back a couple of weeks. My older brother and I, Shay, we had just gotten into a fight because of uh, something kind of silly, but I was smoking some pot in the car and had my sister in there and he thought that that was inappropriate even though he was a stoner. He scolded me. I didn't respond very well, and so we got into a little bit of a squabble at his house, and he asked me to leave. I kind of wish that I had handled things better. I'm sure he feels the same. The following night, my friends threw the party. It was at the Northern Hotel. Lots of drinks and drugs. It was going to be a really good time. There's this game we play when we don't have enough money to support drugs for the entire group. We call it Buttons. What you do is you get mixed cups and make a drink for everyone, assemble them all around a table, and then take the drugs that you were able to afford and randomly dose cups, mix them all up, and pass them on. It's a lot of fun to see who gets high. Well, lo and behold, I was one of the ones to get a dosed cup. Before I knew it, my world was getting turned upside down. The LSD was kicking in hard. and I was about to go on a trip. The hotel room that we purchased for the night was on the tenth story. It was a suite. It had nice big windows. We all enjoyed looking out them at the city lights and traffic down below. Drinking, laughing. This is what it was all about. I really tried every year to make sure that I had some sort of a connection with my friends like this. They oftentimes would worry about me, but to me this is what life was all about: was making these memories, being silly, being young. The music was great. My girlfriend or girl at the time, she was gorgeous and uh, wild. My friends were all envious. Before I knew it, I wasn't in reality anymore. I was traversing some faraway and imaginary land. And I've traveled now in space up with the stars, can't come back down, that's for sure, it's too much fun up here. But before I knew it, I realized that I was trapped, like a rat in a cage, I couldn't find my way out. I looked and I looked and I tried and I scratched and I pulled, nothing was working, I couldn't tell where exactly I was but I knew it was cold and I was scared and I was alone. How would I get out of this trap? I can't even tell exactly where I am. What's real and what's not, I, I really don't know. After a while of contemplating what to do and how to get away, I decided my best bet was to try and climb myself to freedom. Alongside me was this cold but seemingly familiar round metal pipe of some kind. I thought it was a snake. Smooth. I went rub it. And I could feel that it left residue on my hands. I could hardly take my, my mind off of this residue. I knew I needed to get to safety, so I made the decision to climb. Up I was gonna go. One hand after the next. I've slowly inched my way upwards. Eight feet, maybe ten. Looked like a whole world of climbing. I only made it a handful of feet up before I realized that this wasn't going to work. I was too fried. I don't know how to climb. What am I doing? Where am I? It was too late now. I couldn't get down. I couldn't go up. I was starting to lose my grip. I was starting to lose reality. The tears running down my face. The pinch of fear in my gut. I knew something bad was going to happen. I swear as I sat up there, listening to the wind and my thoughts, trying to... Conceptualized the universe, I knew that the angels were with me. I knew that I wasn't actually alone, but I really felt alone. The fear was overwhelming. I started to cry and call out for help. But no one was there. No one could hear me. The angels, they sure couldn't do anything. They never left. But they never helped either. It was at this point I decided to try and jump back down to where I began, back into my trap, I wasn't strong enough, I wasn't together enough, I should have tried harder, but I couldn't, so down I go, I miss my landing, tumble head over heels, right arm, snap, crack, twist, I thought my fucking hand ripped off, but I was unsuccessful, I didn't rip off my hand, but I also couldn't maintain my grip, The spiral fracture was too much, the momentum of the fall was too much. I was potentially not enough. So down I went, snap, crash, all the way. Next thing I know, I'm laying in a puddle of my own blood, I'm cold, but I don't have much for pain. I'm realizing that I'm struggling for breath. There's fluid in my lungs, not just around me, but also in me. It's not where it's supposed to be. I try to spit some. But it won't come out. Not all of it, anyway. I wonder to myself, where are my friends? Where are my angels? They might be here, but they're not helping. I thought to myself, is this the way things are supposed to go? Is this is this my destiny? It's a scary thought to be having in a time like that. The existential feels mixed with the pain and worry made me want to puke. I started to get warm, calm. I started to think about my family. Remembering all of the good times. That's what we're here for. My mind was full of good times. Unfortunately for me, I pushed a little too hard today. I wasn't going to make it. When I fell from the hotel fire escape, I connected with some power lines. I shocked myself. I fear that the current did something to me inside. It's irreversible. I can't breathe. I'm confused. I have burns and pain. Things are getting dark. Before I knew it, I slipped away. If I could do it all over again, I wouldn't change a thing. I lived a great life. I had wonderful connections and friends. But I would like to say, Mom and Dad, I love you. Thank you for your continual sacrifices. And just don't worry about me, because in the road of life, at the end of our travels, I will be there waiting for you. And I'll be the same little Andy that you remember. I want to thank you all for listening the story as you now know is one that just really is personal to me it's been nearly 15 years since the loss of my brother andy and i hope that this helps with some healing he was a wonderful person and will forever be greatly missed love you buddy see you on the other side hello i want to thank you for tuning in You've been listening to Moribund, a state of dying. Until next time, stay alive, friends.